relax. Colleen and Eric have a podcast. The world is scary and we're locked in our home. But now we have big microphones. So you can relax. That's the name of our podcast. I'm so handsome, but it's like so sharp. It hurts me. Hello. Hello. <laughs> welcome to Relax the Podcast. I'm Colleen Ballinger. And I am Derek, your husband. Derek. All right. I'm going to get right into it. No offense to Derek's out there, but like that is not a you name. Okay, so this was brought to my. This is what I think needs to relax because you saw me once come for Eric's with the C. Now I'm coming for Derek's. Okay. Uh, someone on uh, a, uh, someone on Twitter named Ava. Hi Ava. Uh, brought up that every time she hears my name in this podcast, she's hearing Eric when my name is actually Derek. I think that's really strange. What is it that hard to differentiate? What are you talking about? I think this is the new like. Blue dress, gold dress, or what was the thing where people would hear like? Is it because like, I heard, so, I saw someone say that the, it looks, it sounds like we're saying Colleen and Derek in the in the intro. Is that what you're talking about? Yeah, maybe. I don't know. So there was like the blue dress, gold dress thing on Twitter. And I then, remember and that. Then there was what like, did you see, by the way? Was blue or gold to you? Blue. Oh, thank God. Uh, and then there was like the thing where you would hear like Yanni or something. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, Laurel or Yanni or something. Yeah, something yeah. there was that. And now there's Eric or Derek. Like, it, does it sound like I'm just saying the same name over again? It definitely doesn't love because my name, name is, is Derek. Very my name's very clearly Derek, but Wait, people sometimes I, no, hear I, Eric. They no, they're hearing Derek because of our sound, like the song that we sing. Oh, you can relax. Let's, wait, hold on. Something about Colleen, Colleen and, and Derek. Yeah, Colleen and Derek. Yeah. Oh, because you're saying and and Derek. So, yeah, so that's why someone there. says that. Like, oh, well, this isn't the first time this has happened to me. I've gone to really. I've gone to Starbucks and they and they've written my name. They said, "What's your name?" They write with a cup. C K or a K. I see. I'm saying they write. They've written Derek. I know, but how did times. they at least put a K in it for you? Is there a is there a whole Derek with a C versus Derek be. with a K thing also? There must be. If there is wow. for Eric's, I, I mean, why relate. wouldn't there be for... I can relate to all the Derek's with you know a C I mean? out there. I feel like there would be. Uh-huh. But when they write it, do they put Derek with a C or a K? I've seen, I think, usually with a K. Well, at least there's I that. I think that's the more... Uh, common version? Common version, yeah. I wouldn't know. I've never heard anyone call you Derek. Have you ever gone... Uh, to a Starbucks, said your name, and they've written something different? Every time. No one says or hears, because my name's Colleen, but everyone says Colleen. Uh-huh. And so if I say, sometimes when I, I, almost always when I introduce myself to someone, I say Colleen, just because otherwise, whenever I say my actual name, people are like, you're what? They can't mean, it's like, how dare I have a strangely pronounced name? So I always say like, I'm Colleen. That's how I introduce myself. Mm-hmm. And when I do that, I start books, they write Colin. Colin? And when I write, or Pauline, I get a lot. Almost you've, you've gotten Paul, Pauline? Pauline, Colin. And if I say Colleen, it's just always spelled crazy. Like with a Q? No, just like C-O-L-E-N-E or like C-O-L-E-N. It's like I've never, no one has ever spelled Colleen right on my Starbucks drink until I got the app. And then they have to because it's like you on the order. Colin? Yes. They've just written colon on the cup. Oh, yeah. Colon, Colin. Oh, yeah. I've gotten all of them. Well. Well, Derek. My name is Derek. I don't know why you're hearing Eric. Okay. Apparently his name is Derek. But mine needs Eric. to relax. This might be a minute because I really need to talk about this. What you got? Listen, guys. Who needs to relax for me this week is anyone who has an issue with adults wearing diapers. I just, I feel like, hmm. not that anyone has said anything negative to me, but I do feel like there's a stigma against like, you wear diapers when you're a baby. 
and you wear diapers when you're a really old person, right? And but you like, have in, incontinence, yes. And I wore diapers after, in, during postpartum. Now, here's my issue. I am, one of my worst pregnancy symptoms is I have to pee every four freaking seconds, especially since I get these hydration IV drips almost every day. Mm -hmm. I'm so full of fluid and I have twins. So the amount of blood in my body is substantial. It is like so much more than even just a regular pregnancy. And that causes you to have more pee. Okay? Urination. Urination. So I pee always. Which means I it's have not one slept through pee? the night yeah. since I got pregnant because I'm not kidding. It is every 20 minutes I have to get up out of bed and walk to the bathroom and pee. And it is torture because one, it hurts because I have pelvic pain. Oh, so it hurts out. to get out of bed. Does, it's does it painful. Hurt to pee? No, it doesn't hurt to pee, but it's painful to get in and out of bed. I was going to say that might be something else. Yeah, that's called a UTI. <laughs> I've had those, but not this pregnancy. So anyway... This is what I'm getting at. I've been seriously, I haven't talked to you about this yet. I have seriously been considering wearing diapers to bed. And I just feel like that would be frowned upon. And that's what I think needs to relax is that I feel like if I were to be like, I'm going to do it. I'm going to wear diapers so I can, don't have to get up out of bed. So you're worried about, Everyone the, you're worried about the backlash. Have, yes. Here's what I'm going to say to you. What? I'm on your side. Oh my God. Would you be in support of me wearing diapers? I'm for this. We've Will talked you do it with this. me? We Will you wear diapers with me? Of course. <gasps> We've talked on this podcast about how much I hate the feeling of having to pee yeah. and have to pee. We've gone over this ad nauseum. Do you think you could pee in a diaper? I could pee anywhere. <laughs> <laughs> I'm um, not, I don't think, I don't know that I could. But if you, what, if what you think needs to relax is the stigma, like, yes. no, yes. It's got to go. I like, say, let's go one step further. I say, let's put catheters in. And just have catheters in us catheters all the time. Catheters are more accepted because it's like a medical device you have to have in you. And like, it's usually for a really scary reason or like an important reason. Yeah. Like I'm, not... I'm saying like voluntary diapers. Okay. Like, I want to do it. Will you do it with me? Will you one night put on a diaper and we just pee in bed? <laughs> Will you do have this Have we not been me? peeing in bed? Because <laughs> uh... you guys tell me, what do you think of this? Would, are you super anti this? Would you judge me so hardcore? You don't understand. I just don't want to have to get out of bed. It hurts. Oh, for me, I would just, get, I would just get up. If, I know, but I'm asking you not to for me. Make the sacrifice. I mean, like on long car rides, like let's wear diapers. How about that? Or in bed so that you don't have to get up. I just, I just want one night. Our bathroom I, is very close to our bed. I just, you don't understand the pain of pelvic girdle pain. Yeah, it is I don't. so awful. I sure don't. Um, and to have to experience it multiple times a night to get out of bed to go pee when I'm just all I want to do is be asleep is it's torture. What's it's, the I mean, ratio? I'm not kidding. It's every 20 minutes. You're not going to be uncomfortable. I mean, you're, you're going to be uncomfortable in a wet diaper in but bed. But what if we get like, I mean, there's got to be like super diapers where you don't feel it. What do you mean? Like is, there's gotta be diapers where it's like they're, it's, they're it's, so absorbent that they're yeah. almost like instantly feel dry. Yeah. I don't think that exists. Well, I wouldn't know. I've never peed in a diaper in my adult life. I thought you said you wore them postpartum and yeah, for blood. I didn't oh. pee in them. <laughs> and I wasn't, wait, and did you literally, think? as you said that, everyone <laughs> listening to this podcast immediately threw wait, their phones out their wait, car this windows. Is now a whole there's, issue. That's fine. Now you can just now it's just me and you talking. That's there, fine. So we have, after that sentence, there is nobody. Fine. Listening I agree with that. But like now we have a whole new issue that my husband thought that my six weeks, two months of wearing diapers postpartum 
I was just peeing in it. You thought I was wearing diapers to pee in it? I didn't think just. No, I, I was. But you did I think was, I was peeing in it. I was it. aware of like the the blood issue yes. postpartum. Yes. But you you genuinely thought I was peeing in that diaper? I've never peed. I just figured that would be bonus. If you have to wear the diaper for the blood anyways, <laughs> you might as well be peeing, pooping, like whatever you pooping? need. I don't know. <laughs> Oh my god! Wait, would you? No. What if you? What? So if you're I've wearing never this diaper, peed in a diaper, so pelvic girdle pain from pregnancy mm-hmm. is bad. It's so awful. you don't want to get up to pee. It, that's it the, hurts. That's the reason. So it's just like well, and I'm tired. I don't want to have to like keep getting up. You're tired. You have to pee many times. It hurts to to walk. Mm-hmm. Why not just pee in a diaper in bed? Mm-hmm. Poop? No, I'm not going to. That's sit in worth my poop. the pain. That's worth the pain. What if they make a super diaper that you? It feels disappears. No, it's absolutely not. There's no scenario in which I would want to poop in a diaper, except for when we're on an RV in a camping trip. And it was my only option. What about like a cup? Could you keep it? That's kind of weird that I have peed. I've never peed in a diaper, but I've pooped in a diaper as an adult. Like, that's kind of weird. Yeah, Interesting. I mean, I didn't like put on a diaper, guys. It was my son's diaper. We were on an RV trip. It was an emergency situation. Eric and I both had to resort to some really strange things on that trip. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I just that's what I think needs to relax. I think the stigma against adults wearing diapers just to go pee, like for no reason other than like, I don't want to go to the bathroom. I don't want to lay here. You just brought up the idea of a cup that's still I was going to say a oh, lot. I- I was going to say cup or jar. Like if there's some sort of. I don't of, have what you have. You can't just like no. roll over and like pee into a cup or jar That's and not just a thing. stay in bed. That's not a thing for girls. I would have to get out of the bed and like and squat. squat. It's way easier it. to sit on a toilet than just pee in a cup. Like times a million. What about like, so a, isn't there like a diva cup? What's that? That's Can you for pee periods. in those? <laughs> you cannot, it's a different hole, first of all. I'm not saying it's the same hole. <laughs> a, a cup would not fit in the, the pee hole area. So that does not work. So I feel like we need to have an education, like a biology, a female biology <laughs> class with you. <laughs> because of a, a diva cup. Should we talk about diva cups? Uh, Do you know how many holes I have? Can you poop in them? <laughs> <laughs> um, remember how you, when you had to explain to me how pads worked and oh, that they gosh. had like stickers that stuck Eric to your underwear? Eric pads went on the uh, wait, where did you? Oh no, he thought it stuck to your body, not the underwear. Well, I didn't even know that it had like a sticky side. Because there's like a trend on TikTok where you go like, "Hey, w- what do I do when I have to pee if I'm wearing a pad?" Like you ask a boy, and I just thought everyone knew, so I thought I assumed Eric would know the answer to this. Like, when you have to pee, what do you do with the pad? And he was like, "You, you just like peel it off and pee," and like he couldn't figure it out. And I was like, "It's on your underwear," and it like blew his mind that the pad goes on the underwear. I never but knew that. It's great. Um, but you know what else is great? <laughs> <laughs> Whoever, whatever company this is, is so happy that their lead in was like, can you poop in a diva cup? <laughs> and, then, and now it's uh, you know that solid reminds me gold of- pets. Yeah. Solid gold pet is great. It actually really, really is. Um, I'm so excited that we get to talk about solid gold pet today, guys. Uh, this is a new sponsor for us, and I love it. Did you know, Eric? Did you know know that up to 80% of the immune system is influenced by the gut? Did you know this? Uh, In pets or in humans? Well, let's find out. I think, I don't think I knew it was 80%. That sounds like a lot. I knew that like gut health has a lot to do. That's why the whole probiotic thing. 
Yeah. It's big right now. Did you know that supporting the immune system through proper diet and digestive health enables pets to better fight environmental allergies? Solid Gold is passionate about gut health because a healthy digestive system positively impacts the immune system and overall wellness of pets. Solid Gold's nutritional platform is inspired by their founding belief that high quality food is the best way to impact our pets' mind, body, and spirit. For over 45 years, Solid Gold has revolutionized the holistic pet food category, and they have a recipe for any dog or cat's dietary needs, including healthy whole grain and grain-free options, wet food, supplements like sea meal, and 100% human-grade bone broth for dogs. We use this for Moose. Moose is my best friend's dog who's here every single day. So Moose is essentially like a family pet to us as well. And Mm -hmm. Moose has anxiety. And sometimes Moose just gets too anxious to eat. I feel him. Like I Mm -hmm. get that way sometimes, you know, when you're too anxious to eat. Yeah, for sure. And we have tried so many different things, putting treats, cat treats, all this stuff in his food to get him to eat when he's having like an anxious day. And this bone broth, he gobbles it straight down. He's like, yes, bone broth. Like, and it it really does help. And it's so good for him. So it's nice to know we're not putting like a cat treat in there. It's like something that's actually good for him and it's helping mm-hmm. him to eat on those days where he's not feeling his best. Solid gold foods are different because they cleanse the digestive system with whole superfoods, balance with living probiotics and fuel with omega-3 and six fatty acids, supporting gut health and nourishing your pet inside and out. I, I feel like I need this. <laughs> I feel like this I is know. what I need for me. Are we making bone broth tonight? <laughs> No, um, it's really awesome. And Moose loves it. He loves there's we have also like these treats that are essentially vitamins for him. He loves them. He like drools when we get the little box for them. They're great. If you guys want to check them out, you should right now to save 30 percent on select solid gold products. Go to solidgoldpet.com slash relax. 30 percent. 30 percent. That's solidgoldpet.com slash relax to save 30 percent on select solid gold products. Remember, solidgoldpet.com slash relax relax go check it out tell them we sent you okay guys we have something really exciting for you it's been a while it's been a while so i asked on twitter for you guys to plan this week's episode so we got tons of really fun responses you guys had some great ideas i was like why are we not doing this every week because like they just essentially wrote the podcast for us this week so thank you to anyone who follows us on twitter and gave us lovely oh and we get to interact it's fun i know it's fun it's we're we're stoked but a bunch of people were like where's truck of the day like you guys haven't done truck of the day in so long it has been a while and i I was like, yeah, why haven't we done it? And it's, we kind of just go whenever Flynn asks to do it. So that's why it has been a while. He hasn't really thought of it or asked about it. So tonight I was like, do you want to do truck of the day? And he was like, yeah, he I was, want to talk about my dump, my garbage truck. And he, he got was so excited. Very excited. So you guys, truck of the day is back. Let's go listen. Flynn's truck of the day. Oh, truck of the day. Truck of the day. Flynn's truck of the day. <laughs> It's Flynn's check of the day. Check, 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 check of the day. Are you excited to do a check of the day? Yeah. What's what's the truck of the day today? The garbage truck. Hey Flynn, what's a garbage truck do? The dump sinks in the back to lots and that's what. Wow, lots and lots. What does it pick up? It picks up holds it pick up. Um, the, the pickup trash cans in that hole. Oh, did any trash cans come to our house? Yeah. Really? Yeah. They are really at my house. Yeah. And what they do here? 
and the garbage truck dumps some into the pack. Oh. To dump. The man waved to me. Yeah? Did he ever honk his horn? The honk is corn. He honk is corn. <laughs> Do you want to sing a song about garbage trucks? Garbage trucks. Oh. That was a great <laughs> song. Garbage trucks. I love garbage trucks. That's a great song. It's beautiful. Want to show my green one? I'll go oh, get yeah. my green. No, he wants to show you guys his green one. Need the green garbage truck. Okay. The dad, oh, the dumpster. And Daddy's gonna get the my trash truck. Woohoo! Party! Party! I found it. <gasps> you found it, Flynn. Can you tell me about your your trash truck? The garbage truck dumped the dumpsters. Mm-hmm. So this is the dumpster? That's the dumpster, huh? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it sure is. Bye-bye. And that was Flynn's truck of the day. Flynn's truck of the day. <laughs> Oh, he's so cute. He's so talkative today. He was. He was like really into it. He he was, and he was like, I'm going to hold the microphone. I know what this thing does now. He was like very into it. It was a little like, bit, yeah, scary how, how much he knew he what to do. It was a little more professional at yeah. this than us. Um, so, yeah, that was garbage trucks. Yeah, have been a big thing in our house. Oh, he, well, for a long time. For a long time to, to the point where as we have. Uh, garbage truck pajama sets that he has that he always wears the on night Wednesday nights because Thursday morning is garbage day. Mm -hmm. And then uh, me and him will get up and we'll sit in the driveway mm -hmm. in like beach chairs and wait for them to come. And it's like it's like our Super Bowl sporting <laughs> event. It's like the he screaming so and cheering excited. and uh, the garbage men now know him and will wave and honk. It's very um, exciting. Yeah, and this week there was a holiday. There was July fourth. Last so, week, when they're listening okay, to this. Yeah, so last week, and so they they had pushed it a couple of days. So we had gone out there. We were all set up, and then they never came, and it was uh, a little sad. Flynn had to wear his pajama, bummer. his uh, truck trash truck pajamas, two days in a row. Yeah. Well, he has like three sets, like full yeah, full pant and shirt sets. Yes, garbage truck themed. So he loves a garbage truck. He loves all things trucks. He's adorable. Hope you guys enjoyed that. Now, you guys asked for a lot of different things on Twitter for this episode. We have so many fun things to talk about. Ghost stories, relationship things. Um, you guys wanted advice on stuff. Celebrity art experiences with celebrities. There's so many fun topics that we're going to try to nail today if we have time. But I just have to say this. I'd say the majority of the requests were like an entire episode on your relationship. They want to know every detail about our relationship. What? And here's what I'll say to that is like we've I don't it's like over the years we have told the story of our relationship. Like we've done that already. Not I don't know. I, I, here's what I want to say. If you guys have specific questions we can answer them. But when it's just like, tell us your relationship. It's pretty good. It's great. <laughs> <laughs> Our relationship. Here's the like cliff notes, which we've told this before. We met doing haters back off. And then during season two, we got really close, became friends and then got closer and became really good friends after the show. And then that quickly morphed into more. And we're like, oh, we are in, very much in love. Let's have a baby and get married. Mm. And that's how it happened for us. We don't have like anniversaries or like like I we both are like did we have a first date like I don't know it just kind of like just happened like we just hang out and then it was just eventually like oh I think we're in love well there was like yeah no we, we were just hanging out it was we like friends. we could read each other's minds there was, like, then so there was, was just the like, time where we were hanging out and then we were like kind of cuddling <laughs> <laughs> 
And then it was like, that was pretty good. Yeah. <laughs> I know. But like, I don't remember dates. I feel like a bad girl. Like, I feel like that sounds weird to say bad girl, but like, I feel you like most yeah, people, no, <laughs> no, but you know what I mean? Like, I feel like, but both what's good is that Eric and I are both really bad at that stuff. Like we don't know our wedding anniversary. I don't, I, you know, I saw your brother, um, and Jessica posted something about their wedding anniversary like, and like, oh, we should do a trip for our next anniversary. Uh-huh. And I was like, what's my anniversary? I know. It's sometime, I know it's in November. I know it's in November. Yeah. We have this conversation every year. I don't know. I don't Before know. Thanksgiving. I don't know. A couple days. Uh, yeah. I really don't know. But anyway, so there were some specific <laughs> questions <laughs> about our- That kind of sums up. The majority, sums up. the majority of the people on Twitter were like, a relationship episode. I'm like, I don't know. Like, what do you want to know? Like, so I picked out a couple questions from you guys that I thought were interesting. And I thought we could talk about those. So one person said they wanted to know unique qualities that we love about each other. And I thought that was interesting. So I, because I love everything about you, Hmm. but a unique quality about you, like there's a few, there's a lot that I love, but I think one of my favorite things about you, other than like the obvious, like you're super hot and talented and amazing. Oh my gosh, is, go on. Is, I love your projects. I love when you do projects. Like whenever I come downstairs and I see you in the backyard, like building something like, like building a coffee table or like, I don't know. I love your little projects that you do because they, they always happen when like you say like, I just need a day off from everything. Like I've been so stressed with like work or whatever. And your day off, I love this about you. It's not just sitting on the couch, farting, watching TV. Not there's anything wrong with that because that's my life right now. Yeah, I don't really. It's funny. This podcast is called Relax. I don't really know how to. Right. So well, that's why we called off, it Relax. Like we don't me do relaxing that. is like, yeah, doing projects, manual labor. Like And I love house. I just yeah. love it always makes me smile when you're doing stuff like that. So that well, was that one. Seems, I like this episode already. I like <laughs> one more? Thing, okay, yeah, yeah. more. One of uh, another favorite like quality about you that I love is something that I've seen since you become a dad. And I never knew what kind of dad you would be. I just knew you'd be an awesome dad. So I was like so excited to have kids with you. But I love how you do not care at all. What Like no one is watching when you were with Flynn, like you are not afraid to have a crazy imagination. And I love it because I'm that way too. Mm. And that's so special and important to me because I feel like it has shaped and molded Flynn into like the coolest little guy with the most creative brain. And I'll never forget the first time he was like really turning into a little human and he could like kind of talk and interact and whatever. And you and I both without discussing anything, just got on the couch and we're like, the ground is, it's the ocean. And we both were just like being totally insane, turning into turtles and sharks and fishies and, and doing all this stuff with him. And that's like one of my favorite memories as a family is the first time I was like, oh, this man is like totally down to have the craziest imagination with Flynn. And it happens every day, all the time with you and him. And I love that. I feel like so often I see parents who just don't really want to do imagination or it's just not their jam, which is totally fine too. But I love that about you. I love that you're, I think it helps his little brain be creative. So that's one of my favorite qualities. I like committing to playing with him. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Like really. Oh, you commit. Yeah. I like, um, and it's so fun for me too to be in that mindset and just, you know what I mean? To revert to that. Yeah. With him, uh, like today in the sprinkler, like getting soaked, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. But like pretending it was a car wash mm-hmm. was like uh, very fun. Oh, that's so sweet. Like, I have more. I love this episode. One more. Oh. <laughs> I'm like, so- <laughs> Um, another one, I love your, um, this is my last one for interesting or 
whatever qualities. I love your, how you talk because it is the most Eric accent ever. No one else in your family talks like you. You have an accent. What is it? It's Eric. Um, I don't know. You, you, you pause in the middle of sentences and in the middle of sentences, you say, you know what I mean? <laughs> and, and like when you haven't said anything yet, you'll be like, cause you know, I was thinking, you know what I mean? That tomorrow when it's like, cause you know what I mean? Like you do that. That's and I'm not like, an what? accent. I, That's no, no, like no, a no, but you do have an accent too. You, you kind of have an East coast accent a little bit, but your yeah, family it, does it. It? Com- it comes and goes. Um, they don't No, no one in your family does. Maybe well, your brother does a little bit. You're, um, well, we, but yeah, I don't know. I well, love my it. Parent, my parents like were from Virginia and Virginia, Rhode Island. And my father also like went to school when he was young in England. So like the, the accents may vary. Like they didn't, they're not from like up like the Northeast coast mm-hmm. originally. Um, you know what I mean? <laughs> uh, whereas I being in New Jersey till fourth grade and like, you know, public schools all the way, always in like in a, in a sport or something and around other kids like from that area. Mm-hmm. And then Southern Connecticut after that. Yeah, I don't know. There is like that, like tri-state area kind of. Act. I don't know. There's there's something. I don't, I, I don't think I have an accent. You have a little bit of an accent. I remember the first time we talked on the phone, and your just Eric isms came out as you talked. And one of the things that you do is you pause in the middle of sentences for a long period of time. And I'm extremely uncomfortable with silence or like lulls in conversation. And so I was like, why? I don't interrupt him for like <laughs> he didn't finish his sentence do i talk now and so i'd be like uh yeah you know i feel like i was trying to fill the silence and then it took me a while to realize that that's just how you, you like take long pauses in the middle of your sentences but that yeah. made me very panicky at first when really? i first started talking yeah i think i'm well i grew up like very shy and so like i would always i wouldn't talk unless i had something to say not that anything i say now is like profound or anything but uh <laughs> but yeah that that it's something uh, I love I about you now, but like, like yeah. you know, all right. So now you're supposed to say qualities about me, but I didn't ap- prepare you for that. So you don't I have feel, to. I feel a little bit um, on the spot, but I would just you say there's, to. there's so, there's so much little isms that you have that are you that I, I love and cherish um, and hate, but you as a, <laughs> as a, as a person uh, are just the best person that I've ever known. And I'm lucky enough to, to love and love me back, but. I think your talent and uh, generosity. Am I giving a? T- I feel like I'm giving a toast. Yeah. Um, <laughs> uh, but uh, I know. I feel like I this will, is like is it my I birthday. I will say that like today we went. We like your parents were watching Flynn, so we got to go for a little lunch date, and I, I we laughed in the car a lot because I was like, I wonder what else you're you haven't been diagnosed with yet, like or misdiagnosed. <laughs> okay. like, oh, because little... he said left or right, and I said left confidently. Multiple so times. So I, in a minivan, mind you, have to like get over into the left lane. The blinker is on. Like I'm there. Then you go, oh no, right. And it's not because I read the directions wrong. It's because I don't know my left from right. Which is like, then what you told me is that, sorry, I get my left and right mixed up, which is like. Every time. And I go, and I don't know if that's a dyslexia thing or an ADHD thing or just an I'm an idiot thing. But one of those things means I never say my the right left and right. Ever. I know. But see, like during the day, I'm working with a two-year-old who can do the full <laughs> alphabet. And you say, draw a circle, draws a circle, draw a square, draws a square. And then with my wife in the car, I say, is it left or right? She says, left. Oh, wait, no, it's right. Sorry. I don't know. Left or right. <laughs> yeah. And then so after that, he goes, uh, what else do you have? Un- what else are you living with undiagnosed? Yeah. Um, and I, I just 
Probably a lot. I just, but I just, I just love it. It's just love that I have a lot of undiagnosed diseases and (laughs) disorders. It's just, it's just always like a adventure, adventure, and even when like, because normally I feel like like there might be a circumstance to where that would be a a point of contention with a couple or some or Mm -hmm. frustrating in some way. But we just laugh. We're just Mm -hmm. laughing, and we just have. Mm We just have a good time. Uh, and I love the way you eat burritos. Like you have oh, this very God. strange way of eating burritos to whereas you will order a bean and cheese burrito. It's from it Taco arrive, Bell. That's how I eat them. You will like rip it open and then squeeze out. I all take of a bite. I don't entrails. rip it. I take a bite. You take a bite to make a hole. Mm-hmm. And then you'll squeeze out all the beans, like literally all <laughs> of the beans and cheese. And then, then you're just eating a tortilla that is wet at that point. No, and that's what he said. He said, he said, wet. you just want a wet tortilla. And I said, no. I want a tortilla with the essence of the beans. You just want and an you laughed essence, at that. You were like, like an essence, essence, like an essenced water. You want an yeah. essence tortilla. I want a Lacroix burrito. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> I want the oh. flavor of the beans and the sauce and the cheese, but like, I don't want all that mush. You know, they make like, a they make like flavored tortillas. They make like the nah. spinach tortilla, I, I like, the tomato no, and herb much. tortilla. No, what no, if no. they made a bean and cheese flavored? No, tortilla? I don't want Will that. that I want it? no because I want some of it. You in want there. the wetness. You want the it to just be a little bit. Can I say moist? I don't want to. Mo- I want it's some moistened. of the goop. I want it in there. It's I just dampened. Like, if you open up, like if you bite into burrito, and let's say it's like you know two three inches thick of stuff. I want like half an inch. Yeah, no, it's not like a little bit. It's not like you're like making it more manageable. You, it's all gone. It's pretty much gone, but I just, lo- I don't know. I love it though. I've done that since I was a little girl. You can ask my parents. I used to, when I was a little girl, talk about, I would scrape all the beans out and then make my parents re-roll my burrito. Mm-hmm. Um, so I've done it since I was a little girl. I have a lot of weird little things I've done since I was a little girl. I don't like sitting on seats or booths at restaurants. I've, since I was literally, since I could stand and sit in restaurants, I would stand at the edge of the table. I didn't want to sit down in them. What, uh, so how, now I'm how did we get here from you don't like all this stuff in burritos? Because I've done it since I was a little girl. These oh, are these things are just I've things? done. Yeah, we're just, just going things. through all your neuroses. Okay, we're done. No, okay. No, okay. I have more. I have more. Okay. Uh, another one of my f- absolute favorite things about you, which was great because today I heard it for the first time in like a little bit. My farts? Uh, no, those I hear constantly. Um, <laughs> is... Uh, is you singing around the house? Oh. Is this is just the echo of you constantly singing and belting something out? No, not not constantly. Like yeah. it, it used to be like more constant, and then it was less. But like um, this morning, I got up and I could was with Flynn, and I could just hear you like upstairs belting something. I don't know what it was, but it just it it made me instantly like comfortable, and it felt really good. I love that you do that. I think it's because you have a show coming up. Yeah. Maybe that you're July thirty first. I'm trying to like prep. Prep and plan. That was for not that. me plugging your uh, your well, live, you can go live get tickets um, if you want internet concert. But yeah, feel free. But I but that would be um, well. Thanks. I like another hearing you one sing of my too. my favorite things. There's a lot of things we could we you. could do a whole episode on the things we love about each yeah, other. If you guys want to hear that, but instead we're going to talk about something even cooler than you and me in our relationship, and that is Aura. <laughs> I'm so excited, Lovey. This is so exciting. I'm excited because. It helps keep us safe and it can help keep you guys safe too. The way you use the internet has changed dramatically over the last decade, but security tools have mostly stayed the same. Aura provides digital security protection to keep your online finances, personal information, and tech safe from online threats. It's all-in-one protection from identity theft, financial fraud, malware, scam sites, and so much more. With Aura, you'll get alerted to fraud and threats fast. That's what I like. I hate when you like don't even know that it happened. Like when 
your identity gets stolen and like you find out later after you're like, what are these transactions that have happened that I did not do? Yeah. It's if you like check your online bank so account, you frustrating. see like, Ugh. um, so I love that they do it super fast. Like if your online accounts or passwords were leaked online, or if someone tries to open a banking account in your name, they'll let you know immediately right away. It's awesome. ASAP. And it's easy to set up. All plans come with one million dollars in identity theft insurance to help recover your stolen funds and experienced U.S.-based customer support that's got your back or is a new type of security service that protects all of your online information and devices with one simple subscription with an easy online dashboard and alerts sent straight to your phone or it keeps you in control and guides you through solving any issues. It's super helpful, especially with how scary the internet is these days. Like this is just a great tool to have. Yeah, I've had like in the past, like way past, I've had my identity stolen a couple of times. Yeah, and, me too. and nowadays it's like, everything is like Apple pay, shop pay. You know what yeah. I mean? You're just like, it's scary. pay with your face, pay with your thumb. Pay there are with times your... where like, I just pick up my phone, just like turn it on. And it's like my, cre- there's a picture just of my credit card know, on my that, phone. You, like, and it's like, pay now. And accident. I'm like, paying for what? What am I paying for? It's What's like, happening? What if we yeah, I know it's scary. So um, this will just give you that extra level of like protection and comfort <laughs> in this scary world that we're now living in with the internet. So for a limited time, Aura is offering our listeners up to 40% off plans when you visit aura.com slash relax. Go to aura.com slash relax to get complete protection and savings of up to 40%. That's A-U-R-A dot com slash relax. Go check it out. All right. What else you got? We got some more uh, relationship questions and then some fun ones. I don't know if these relationship ones are fun. More relationship ones? Well, this was an interesting question, I thought. Um, Bella said, how did both of your views on starting a family change when you found love? I know for me, I always wanted to be Hmm. a mom since I was a little girl. I always envisioned myself being a single mom to two little girls. That was always like my dream as a young kid. Um, I didn't want anything to do with a man. (laughs) Wow. Um, Okay. Wow. But then I, you know, I knew I always wanted kids. I always wanted to have a family, but it wasn't until you and I fell in love that I was like, Oh, I need to have children with this person immediately. Like I need to, I have, I have to, like, it was like so exciting and important to me to do that with you. Yeah. I would concur. You know, I just funny. I just, I just thought about, um, I wonder if we can get a picture of it, but like next to your, we were just in Santa Barbara next to your child in your childhood mm-hmm. bedroom next to your bed. Is this like, uh, you know how you would make the ceramics? Like mm-hmm. in, what grade was that? Probably fifth. I, I was going to say, I, say I was like going to say like, grade. you know, first grade, it looks like no, you no, made no, that, no. but you're like, I made like that as a senior fourth in high school. Grade for sure. um, and it's like a mother holding a baby and like, it mm-hmm. just, and, uh, and then the other night you were like teaching me, um, how to French braid mm-hmm. because you were like, can you, you were not feeling well. Mm-hmm. And you're like, can you play with my hair? And then it was, and then, yeah. Um, I was trying to teach him how to French braid because I taught myself how to French braid when I was a little girl on my dolls for the reason that I knew when I got older, I wanted to braid my daughter's hair. Like yeah. I did it because one, I wanted my hair to look cute, but also like, I was so excited to do that to my daughters someday if I ever were lucky enough to have daughters. Right. And, um, so that was something I always wanted, but never had that like oh my God, I have to have children with this person. I've never had that before until I met you. And I remember um, when we met like on set season one, you know, we weren't really close season one at all, but I was so busy and whatever, but like we had a few conversations and I remember one of the conversations like casually with the cast, you saying like, Oh yeah, I never want to get married. I never want to have kids. Like it was like very like, yeah, I think it's not for me. I think it's one of those things where unless like you, 
like a meet that person like you're not going to know that that's possible in your lifetime like mm-hmm. until you like meet the person that like that's um supposed to happen with both those things mm-hmm. it doesn't seem possible because it hasn't happened before and mm-hmm. like and this stuff hasn't like worked before to mm-hmm. you know it, it just um it just hadn't even occurred to me that that was that it was possible to meet someone that you would want to marry or mm-hmm. that or that it was it was possible for that yeah, it's it's um I remember starting to like have feelings for you and and being like well, I remember him saying once a long time ago that he never wanted to be married and have kids. So I guess that's something I have to accept if like I like this person and like I guess okay. Like and I was like so willing to let go of like being a mom if that meant I could oh, be with you. Nice. And then shortly after I remember having those thoughts, you said to me like I want to marry you and have kids. And I was like what? <laughs> so I just blurted that out. Yeah, out of you did. Yeah. You like, I mean, we we're probably having like some sweet conversation and I don't know, but like, I but feel I just, like I just said that to you. Yeah, I think so. I think we went from like, like we were like friendly and then cuddling and then we're like, you yeah, didn't say it to me I first. I think we're in love. Like, I think you said, I'm pretty sure I never said it because you had already said casually in conversation that that was not something you I wanted. I told you I, I love you first. Cause I was like, yes, but like in like a, I'm thinking something right now. Can you guess yeah. what I'm thinking kind of a way? Yeah, you did say that first. Um, but you definitely said like, yeah, I want to marry you and have kids with you. And it blew my mind because I was like, you said you didn't want that. And you're like, I do with you. And I was like, oh, then I don't have to like give that up. Life's funny that way. Isn't that funny? I guess. Yeah. No, so until funny. you meet until like, I don't know. It just. Yeah. But, but you're never ready for for it. No, it's just, we're not ready for it now. We already it, have a even kid. Even when you want it, like you don't. It, think it's gonna we have a kid we have two more coming and we're married and i'm not ready for it (laughs) yeah (laughs) here we are yeah um all right this one i thought was interesting okay then we're we're moving into the fun stuff windham rice said talk about adhd and marriage that's a good name windham windham rice i like it uh they said talk about adhd and marriage and your best tips for navigating that i'm in a neurodiverse marriage and am the eric and my husband is the colleen so I have ADHD and this, and I got <laughs> a lot of other things probably <laughs> who knows. <laughs> um, and, and I'm stressed. I think that, you know, uh, he's really great at listening to me talk about ADHD and how it affects me. And, um, I think though that just like loving each other and accepting each other is like, it helps you to not get so upset with my ADHD ness yeah. because like it affects uh, not, not, a take, lot yeah, not a relationship, take, not taking it personally. Yes. I think it's like the biggest thing I can say about it is, mm-hmm. is to like, do like, even though that's really hard mm-hmm. sometimes is to try your best not to take it personally. And, um, it's a journey. What he means um, by that is, well, in case anyone doesn't know, I'll say this quickly. ADHDs, I think oftentimes it's thought of just like, oh, you have a hard time focusing and you're like hyper. But like there's a lot of issues with it that like strongly affect a relationship, like being easily distracted. I have a really hard time focusing on conversations. So there's a lot of times where Eric is talking to me and I can't hear him. Like I'm looking him in the face and going, you're not paying attention. What is he saying? I don't know what he's saying because I'm like thinking of a thousand different things. It's really frustrating for me because I want to hear what he's saying and it's really frustrating for him to feel like he's not being listened to. And that is something that's equally frustrating for both of us. I'm not doing it on purpose, but like 
I've gotten better at being like, I'm so sorry. I have no idea what you just said. Say that again. And he doesn't get like upset. He's just like, oh, and then says it again, you know? Um, so that's hard and frustrating. And then also another big element of it is like hyper focusing on things and fixing it. So like, I'll go to my office to work on something and be like, I'll be done in 20 minutes. And, and I'll I just, think it's 20 minutes. And I just accept that like in my I'm mind for hours. That, that like <laughs> she's gone for hours. Like when she says, Hey, we're going somewhere and we're leaving at 10 AM. I just know that we're leaving at noon. Yeah. And I just, and I just accept that. Well, because I, I'm genuine when and I say those things. that way I'm not like, Hey, you said we're leaving at 10. Like I just am now like, Oh, well, I don't have to be ready for hours. Like I just well, because accept that. There's also the element of like, if he were to have that attitude about it, the shame and guilt and like self hatred that comes with my ADHD. I mean, everyone, it, it's different in everyone, but for me, like to then be told I did something wrong for something I can't control. Like, I feel like I have no control over it makes me feel upset. And so the fact that he's just very, I don't know, I feel like you're really good with that, but I, I mean, there's so many things, my disorganization, I'm a freaking mess. I'm forgetful. Learn to, I've learned to enjoy cleaning. <clears throat> you know, there, that is not true, <laughs> but there's well, one thing. I did. I did. That is, there are little things you can do. Like, so yes, you are a mess. messy and you're, are you saying that's a symptom of it is big time. Of course. Um, and you have Persian cats. Yeah. Uh, and so. That's not a symptom of ADHD. It's that's not? just a are fact. Sure? <laughs> um, and so, uh, so what do I do? I, I bought a Roomba. Yeah. A Roomba is a. Little robot. A robot vacuum. Right. That's my ally against you and your cats. And my ADHD. <laughs> <laughs> um, but it doesn't there is- pick up Taco Bell wrappers or half drunk Coca-Cola cans. Oh, you know, that's another quality I love about you. What? He does something every night at dinner, after dinner. We eat dinner together and every night, no matter what, when, where we are, unless it's a restaurant, of course, which we're never at, Mm-mm. um, you always take my plate. And I always think of it as like it's you the mean at sweetest the end of a meal? at the end like of the to meal. The dishwasher? Yeah. yeah. To me, I know in my head I take it as like he loves me and he like that is so sweet that he does that. And I know in your head, you're like, she's going to forget to do this and I'm going to have to clean it up tomorrow. So no, I'm going like to do it now. Like, but in no, my head, I'm like, oh, well, I know, it means well, that, so much to me. I know that you me. won't, but like, I, <laughs> I also know, like, I about you, yeah, but so that would sweet. be in my second thing other than like, don't take it personally is to like, it's, it's fun to, to, if this is your partner, help them and to like be proactive in ways that are helpful like that. Or it's, I have this habit now of when I go grocery shopping when I get back all the fruits and vegetables I take all the stickers off of and put them in the trash before I put them in the fruit bowl it's the sweetest thing I've ever heard in my life but it like it pleases me that that is helpful I have like a weird phobia of (laughs) stickers I think this episode just making me sound really weird (laughs) I'm I'm got but it pleases it pleases me to be helpful so like um if you can get into that mode yeah I do feel like there's good luck for the rest of it. There's a big ADHD. Um, Oh, interrupting a lot. I interrupt a lot. Um, like I'm sure I have a thousand times and that's a comment we get. So that's a comment we get a lot. It's like, Colleen, let him talk. And I'm like, I have cried over those comments because it's like something that like, is so frustrating that I hate that I do it. And I try so hard not to do it, but it's, it's, and you've experienced this so many times. If I don't say the thought, the second I have it, it is 
gone well, especially, forever. Yeah. This, and this is like a free-flowing conversational mm-hmm. medium. Like, uh, yeah, how do we wrangle that in this But like, I, I'm not kidding. If I don't say something the second I think of it, it will. I will never say it. Well, and I'll so say, if yeah. there's a panic in me when I have a thought of like, I have to say it right now, I have to say it right now. You know, it's like, don't say it. Listen, finish, let him finish, let him finish. Let him. And when he finishes, I'm like, I don't remember what I was going to say. And I didn't hear what he said because I was so focused on not interrupting him. So I didn't hear what he said. And I now have forgotten what I'm going to say. It's so frustrating. And I will say that like I was on, I medication helped me a lot. Medication and therapy helped me a lot. I'm not on medication right now because I'm pregnant and it has been so hard. <laughs> it's so awful. There's sparks shooting out of your it's mouth like, right now. Oh, it's How is so there sparks and smoke shooting out so of your mouth? So hard. Um, uh, but I will say it doesn't bother me. I know it doesn't bother me. So I'm sorry if it bothers anyone listening and they're like, let him talk. Well, it's, it's not bothering me. So I don't yeah, know if I you think, think you're on my side or helping me. That's not true. Like he's a great partner for me. I love listening to, to you talk. You have good thoughts. You got a good brain. You know, that's so funny. That was always like the first compliment I think you ever gave me was like, you got a good brain. And I've never heard, no one has ever said that to me before. And I've always thought there's something wrong with my brain. And mm-hmm. that's your favorite thing about me. Mm-hmm. So, so you've said, but there is one huge ADHD trait that we share and I love it. You don't have, well, I mean, maybe you have ADHD, who knows? But it seems like everyone does these, these days, yeah, but, something. but impulse, like impulsivity, like being impulsive, like impulsively buying stuff, doing things like spontaneously. And I feel like does we're it, both does like the pandemic that. impulse. Count? You were doing that before the pandemic. Not to the extent you like support that with me. Like this is an issue in relationships with ADHD. I, I feel like the impulsive behaviors that are like, I have to do this. I have to do this right now. Or I want to do this. Let's go. We're going to do it right now. I feel like we're both like that. And so that is wonderful. I love that. Like we both are like, you're like, I bought six pairs of shoes last night. I don't know. And I'm like, okay. <laughs> you know, I'm like, I bought 800 things. I'll never wear. Buy, I've never bought six pairs of shoes at a time. But... Not at a time, but like we, we buy things impulsively all the time. Yesterday, you're like, like yesterday. Well, just, yeah, Roomba like, was a thing I just mentioned. Yeah. Well, yesterday, you're like, I want factor. a coffee table for the backyard patio area. You found one you liked, and it was, you're like, well, I can order it and it'll be here in a few days, but like, or I can call. I, I can go get it right so you now. You don't have it I'm go get it right at now. the one near us. You needed it right now. But I can now. go to the one in Santa Monica. You needed it right now. now. And I love that because, and you like that with everything. If you need a plant for a well, certain what, area of the house, it's like, we're going right now. We have to go to the plant. You were saying projects. When I'm doing projects, these are not things that take a long Like, I need, you need Once to I start a project, it. I'm like, I need to start it yeah. and then finish it like yeah. in, a, in a go. Yeah. So I, I love all of these things. Diagnose that, somebody. <laughs> doctors. Um, <laughs> all the doctors listening to this. There's so many wonderful things about you. So those are just a couple of the like um, relationship-centered questions. So if you guys want to know more, we can, if we ever do another episode where you guys get to, you know, plan the whole thing. Uh, that would be a good good thing to do. Just you know, give us specific questions, and we can talk this about. This was things. an impulse buy. This was just an Instagram. I love that. ad of a sweatshirt, a champion sweatshirt that just says plants. I love it. And I was like, immediately needed to buy it. I love it. And you know what's helping our impulse buying so much? Is it the Calm app? <laughs> no. Oh, okay. No, but something that's them. helping us so much with all of our impulse buying. Stitch Fix. Oh, uh, yeah. Stitch Fix is a classic. Then I don't even have to think about it. 
It's so good. Stitch Fix is awesome. Shopping for new clothes can be needlessly stressful. So why not let Stitch Fix make it easy by doing the work for you so you can spend time doing the things you love and set instead, like playing with plants and making coffee tables and things, you know? You need that you like need your time. Coffee tables. Can someone can I get a personal shopper through this? You certainly like can. Like a stylist? You know how I know? You have one that uh, has been sending us stuff every month. That's true. Uh, Stitch Fix offers clothing hand selected by expert stylists for your unique style, size, and budget. It's a completely different and fun way to find clothes that you will love to wear. Every piece is chosen for your fit and your life. And it's the easy solution to finding what makes you look and feel your best and does. You look super cute in those clothes, lovey. Try on pieces at home before you- It's a good you- episode. I feel like it's just lots of compliments <laughs> for me. Try on pieces at home before you buy, keep what you love, and return what you don't. Stitch Fix has free shipping, easy returns and exchanges, and a prepaid return envelope is included. So this is amazing. I hate returning clothes that I don't like. When I buy clothes online, they don't fit. Or like, especially right oh, now, yeah. I'm growing. Like you guys, literally this bump, it grows an inch a day. I swear to God. It's like my clothes, I'm mm-hmm. growing out of my clothes. Like weekly, I have to get new stuff. And it's so frustrating when I can't return stuff. And Stitch Fix, they give you the prepaid, labeled, package. Just re- you just put it in there and you send it back. It's so easy. It's amazing. I highly recommend. There's no subscription required. Mm-hmm. What are we going to say about that, love? Well, I was going to talk about the, the prepaid thing mm-hmm. for returns. Like It literally comes with just a, a bag with the postage on it. Put yeah. the clothes you don't want in that bag. Chuck it in a mailbox. You're done. Like You don't have to go anywhere. It's amazing. There's no subscription required. Try Stitch Fix once or set up automatic deliveries. You'll pay just a $20 styling fee for each box, which gets credited toward pieces you keep. And there are no hidden fees ever. Stitch Fix has styles and clothing to fit any occasion for women, men, and kids. They ship all over the U.S. and they're available in the U.K. as well. So get started today at stitchfix.com slash relax and you'll get 25% off when you keep everything in your fix. That's stitchfix.com slash relax for 25% off when you keep everything in your fix. Stitchfix.com slash relax. Okay, so the majority of the tweets that we got about this episode were about our relationship, but we did get some other fun stuff. One I really liked was someone said, tell us your best and worst celebrity encounters. I've had a lot of celebrity encounters. So is Eric. Same, yeah. And I feel like I've told most of mine online, but I will say this. I haven't met that many that were bad. I like, I, everyone, I like Jerry Seinfeld, sweetest, most amazing guy ever. Uh, Jimmy Fallon, incredibly kind, wonderful, hilarious, sweet. Um, Rosie O'Donnell was amazing. I mean, I feel like the list mm-hmm. I got to work with fifth harmony, like all those girls and they were all really nice and wonderful. I literally can't even think of a celebrity that was mean. I know that when I hosted the view, I'm going to give you some tea <gasps> when I hosted the view. I don't think I've seen that. You don't want to see it. I don't did think, do, I don't think I've seen it. Did you do it multiple times or just one time? Just once. I, I co-hosted. It was terrifyingly stressful. I was very nervous. I want to um, watch that. I don't remember like specifics because I block out bad memories from my brain, but Rosie O'Donnell was delectably wonderful, like lovely. So kind. Like she was so kind to me. And she seems like she, that's nice to hear. All of the other girls were not. Yeah. And I don't, I don't, I don't know. Yeah. We don't have to say my name. I don't know. We're not going to say anyone's names, but like they weren't like mean so like no one like was mean to me, but it was just like very obvious. They did not care about me, didn't want me there, didn't want to have conversations with me. 
um, just kind of like snooty, but they could have been having bad days. It, you know, you have to get to set like four 30 in the morning. Like mm-hmm. they're exhausted. You know, I try, I kind of chalked it up to like, they don't know who I am. I'm, they're probably just like this weird internet girls here. Like this is annoying. Like, so I wasn't like offended or hurt by it, but like they weren't kind, they weren't mean, they weren't kind. And honestly, the only people that are famous that have been like rude and awful have been YouTubers. <laughs> and, <laughs> and I've met some of the most amazing people in the universe through YouTube. Like I have some of the best friends in the world through YouTube that just what are, you talking about? are amazing. But there, there are people that I have, you know, worked with on YouTube or like worked with on projects that were like unbelievably rude. Mm-hmm. Um, and I will never, I hope I will never <laughs> say that like who they are. Cause I, again, I don't want to like hurt anyone or like, you know, make drama or whatever. But like, uh, as far as like mainstream Hollywood celebrities, I've never met one that was like super rude to me ever. Yeah. No, um, me, you? me neither really. No, I mean in the professional sense. So I've been in LA for over 10 years and I've worked on a lot of sets and projects and everyone, even when you're like kind of intimidated because they're kind of like the celebrity, they're number one on the call sheet. Like, and then they are always end up being the nicest, mm-hmm. sweetest person. Um, there has been times where someone like for sure, like doesn't know their lines or isn't as prepared as, as everyone else. Um, but that doesn't mean that that might just be like their process. It doesn't mean that they were unkind or mm-hmm. mean to me. I like, there really is no memory of a celebrity in the sense being being rude or, or mean well, to me. Well, who are some I good, positive, of. like, experiences you have with um, celebrities? It's hard to think just, like, off the top of my head. Because everyone knows um, mine. I've talked about them online. Yeah, okay. Um, can I say that you are, um, and have been, and I knew this, you're not famously friends with, but, like, it's you're friends with, like, the biggest pop star on the planet. Ariana Grande. Ar- yeah, and and I, I knew that, and I you had been on i think a couple times I was before she was famous like yeah no sure i mean she was kind of famous but like not like famous famous but she was pretty famous and she was and like on broadway her, and her brother who i'd met and he worked on haters back off but it, it had been a thing that was like oh wow yeah she's friends with ariana grande that's that's crazy uh and you had facetimed with her a couple t- had been facetimed with her and been like oh say hi to my friend and mm-hmm. i was like oh you know what i mean like mm-hmm. to me it was like like a little bit stressful and anxiety inducing the first time I, and and only time I think that Mm -hmm. I met her, that you were like, Oh, we're going to go to her concert at the forum in LA. And we're going to go backstage. Like I was just like, okay. But then I was like, in my mind, I was like, that's, this this is a bit intense. This is a bit like a bit (laughs) intense. And I've been in other circumstances like that. Um, but, uh, what'd you think of her? But she was so nice and friendly and great. And like, I even at the beginning of like when we were like backstage and there's, it's a huge concert and like i know I, I don't know what that's like but i know before i have to per, like had done a performance of like a play or something like i just want to be alone in my space and like so you guys were talking i was like should i leave so you guys can catch up and just talk and she was like no blah blah, blah. And she was asking me questions about mm-hmm. myself she was so nice and then um yeah, i mean we had just had Flynn a, like a, a probably a number of months before and i had to like run out to the car to get your pump. to get your breast pump. <laughs> yeah, they turned her so dressing room could... into like a room for me to pump. Like they're uh, sh- the yeah. grannies are wonderful. Ariana so, is so sweet. so so nice and so like I had to like have her personal security let me go outside to get your breast pump from our car, but then make sure that I could get back in. 
Um, and then when I walked back in, one of the Kardashians was right at the doorway <laughs> to her dressing room. Courtney Kardashian. Yeah. And she was, she was kind of rude, but like, I loved it. Yeah. Uh, and then we were just she, not sitting like, there. I, I, need to cl- I feel like I need to clarify. I'm really sorry to interrupt you. Just let me clarify really Please, fast. Please go ahead. She, she wasn't like rude. It was just like, Ari was like, these are my friends, Colleen and Eric. And she's like, hi. And like, it yeah. just turned her back to us. And it I was like, yes, been, and she yeah. kind of shaded us. But like, and I, don't I would think too, if I, she was fine. She was kind of rude, but like, yeah. and like, I loved it. Yeah, kind of Like I was kind of um, living for it. It was just kind of, I just had, I was like, I got to run to his parking lot to get a breast pump. And when I walked back in, she Courtney was, Kardashian she was standing was in the doorway and I was like, excuse me, as I have to get by. <laughs> and then, so I come in and I'm holding a breast pump, literally in my hands. And mm-hmm. there's all these famous people in her dressing room. And then here I am holding this breast pump and then you start pumping. And then uh, in that moment, I don't moment, care. I'm just like in front of all she's, these. She then is playing know, new like, songs that the world has not heard oh, yet. Yes. It was so that even these famous, powerful people are hearing for the first time with us sitting there also like pumping and, you're, and, I- <laughs> and you're pumping. And then it was like, and, and yeah. And then we got to enjoy the concert. That was interesting. There's, yeah. There was like a phase when I first moved to LA and um and me and my friends like we were all kind of new here and figuring it out there was a phase of like going to like oh did you hear about this celebrity party like this this celebrity's having a you're party. one of those no i wasn't like i was not i was the absolute opposite of one of those but like i had a group of friends and they would be like we're going to this party and then we would get to the party and then i would find out that it was like not like sneaking in but someone knew somebody oh, who knew no. someone and so like oh yeah it's cool like everyone's going to this this party like and it was always incredibly awkward and i and i always whose houses hated it did you go to there was one time it was like the middle of the day and it was like oh there's a pool party just like just over the hill like like off ventura like oh yeah let's all go to a pool party like we didn't have a pool like i was just living with my like roommates like in this tiny little like house and who was the party and it was uh jared leto's house and he was having a pool party but it was essentially just jared leto Leto? he's a very famous actor you don't know who he's like. No, I know his name. I've a, heard his name. He is an Academy Award winning actor. Because you told me this story many times. So he's very famous from My So Called Life. He was. I didn't see that. On that, and then he played like the Joker in those DC movies. I don't watch like, those. And then he he won an Oscar for Best Supporting Actor for Dallas Buyers Club. Mm, very I think handsome, I saw that. Isn't handsome. Matthew McConaughey in that? He is. He also won an Oscar for that as lead actor. But like, he's a very handsome him. man. Longer hair usually. Hmm. Uh, okay. American Psycho. Have you seen that movie? I don't think so. Wow, really? I'm uh, sorry. Jared Leto? Yeah, you've always you know, it's told funny. Us- I think oh, you interviewed okay. him as Miranda for like that MTV I movie. Did. Thing. Oh, that's where yeah. I know him. And we showed up to this pool I thought party. he was a musician. He is. Oh. He also has a band. Okay, so that's how I interviewed him. He was like, Yeah, I think that's like that's after his acting. How embarrassing. I'm so sorry. I'm so glad he will never watch this. But me and my roommates, um, because my one of my roommates was an assistant at this management company, knew a girl who who was like also an assistant at this company that somehow got invited to this pool party. And she was like, You guys should come. And we went there and there was like security at this gate to this like mansion with this giant pool, these big stairs. When you first walked in these big stairs, like to the pool. And I remember we got there. And it was just like him and like two buddies and then just and so many girls, Mm -hmm. but like no other guys. And then we just these four guys show up to this pool party. And I was just like, oh, we're not famous. We don't know him. Like, I didn't know this is where we were going. We're immediately going to get kicked out. Mm -hmm. And he came straight up to us at the bottom of the stairs. And I was like, oh, this is him being like literally being like, 
Mm-hmm. Like, what are you doing here at my house? And he was so inviting and nice. Oh, that's and was, so nice. Like, Come sit down. Come enjoy. There's food over here. There's drinks. Aww. You know what I mean? Like, get in the pool. Like, he was he was so so nice. It was it's so unexpected. And then another time, there was like in this phase, which was very short lived. There was another party that we went to in the hills. Like, oh, it's just this big party. We're going to this party. Like, oh, okay, we're going to this party tonight. And remember, we drove to this house way up in the hills, like. The Hollywood sign was right over it. Like it looked like it was like in your face. Um, and there was like valet parking at a party, which is my first experience. We're like, what do you mean we're at this house? Why is there valet parking? Like what is Los Angeles, California? And then we get out of the car and we go, there was like security and like, but someone knew someone that like we were allowed into this party. And I slowly realized that everyone is kind of in costume. Mm-hmm. Either, either as a cowboy or uh, a Native American. That is that party would be canceled. A little bit, yeah, it's so it's fast sure now. That this is so was inappropriate. Eight nine. Like cultural appropriation to the. Thank goodness you weren't dressed up. You would get canceled. Well, that's for that. the kind of button to this story. Okay, is that no? Yes, because I didn't know what, what party yeah. we were going to, and none of us did. We just knew. Oh, there's this. This party. must have been so someone long. Someone had ago. texted someone. Here's this big party. We then we're valeting at somewhere in the hills, and we're let into this party, and it's everyone is dressed like this, and it's at Maroon Five's house. Really? Yeah. You've never told me this. I've never told you this story. No. And we stood out so much because we were literally the only people that weren't dressed as one or the other. Oh my gosh! Like everyone else was decked out. Like, hmm. and right as we got in, we're immediately. I felt like it, it was very strange. Like we got in, and I was like, everyone's dressed as this. And then all of a sudden we were in a circle and it was just, just the members of Maroon 5. I felt like we're in a circle oh my around gosh. us dressed. They, I feel like they're the type that would perform at their own party. As, did they perform? I feel like they'd be like, we're going to sing for you guys now. I feel like I that would be their jam. I don't know that they did. I, I don't have a, a memory That's of that. That's so funny. Um, That's amazing. Those stories are better than mine. But they didn't, they didn't kick us. I think we got some, were they nice? si- I think like Adam Levine, is that his name? Like yeah. gave us like a side eye, but they didn't like kick us out. Like they were nice and like. You're here, so welcome. Yeah. Here's all this stuff, but well, it sounds amazing. You know what else? What am I telling amazing? this story? I don't for? know. I love it. People wanted to know about our celebrity encounters, and they all know mine, so they didn't know yours. So it was like I, I was curious too. That's just like say. two random pool parties. Like I have so many other stories. Well, maybe we'll and do like, a whole episode working with on people that were like awesome. Yeah, and strange. Yeah, I feel like I have horror stories of people being awful, but they're never like famous celebrities. It's always someone who thinks that they are more famous than they are. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. I have but, so many more stories than yeah. that. Those are, those were just like, I think I went on like a pool party tangent. It's fine. You can do that. Okay. Um, you know, pool parties are fun, but they can ruin your hair. And so it's a good thing that yeah. we're sponsored by someone who can help you. It's dry. summertime. Your hair can get all busted. So it might be good to like start looking into some new hair products because, you know, we've all heard of a phrase, you know, the phrase good hair day. You know what we're talking about. When your hair looks good and feels absolutely perfect and you don't have to spend so much time in front of the mirror trying to make it work. It's a function of beauty ad. Work. It's a function of beauty ad. Welcome back. It, you know, if you I use t- your products, then Yeah, thank we, you. we love you guys. Function of beauty makes hair care products that are 100% customized to your needs so you can turn your good hair days into good hair life. Whoa. hey we love Function of Beauty. I just We've been got using it for goosebumps so long. here. I know. That's, that was really good. Function of Beauty is the world leader in customizable beauty, offering customized formulations for your hair's needs. Here's how to get started. First, you take a quick little quiz that's very thorough, and you tell them a little bit about your hair type. Is it straight, wavy, curly, oily, coily? What is it? And your hair goals, such as lengthen, 
volumize, oil control, you know. What about frizz? No, they got frizz. You can you can get they frizz fixed. Frizz? Oh, they cover it all. Like I, I, the next thing I was about to say, love, did your hair get frizzy in the winter? Oh. But oily in the summer? When the seasons change, so can your hair goals. Switch up your goals based on how your hair looks and feels or keep your formula the same every single time. It's up to you. Next, you choose your color and your fragrance. I, of course, always go with purple and I love lavender. It makes me feel like I'm at a day spa. But you can also go fragrance and dye free if you would prefer that. After you take your quiz, Function Beauty will send you your 100% customized formula along with a regimen card with recommendations on when and how to use your products. Function Beauty also just launched its best-in-class subscriber program, Function with Benefits. Subscribers mm. get discounts on every order, free treatment, hair mask, serum, or leave-in, every four orders, access to exclusive fragrances and colors, early access to new products, and more. Super awesome. Go check it out. If this sounds like something you guys want to do, which you should because it's the best. Does it say your name on the bottle Oh, when you it order does. It says Function of Colleen oh on mine. Gosh. And yours says Function of Eric. That's... So we never get it mixed up. Um, if you guys want to check it out, you can. You can turn your good hair days into good hair life. Go to functionofbeauty.com slash relax to take your quiz and save 20% on your first order. Go to functionofbeauty.com slash relax to let them know you heard about it from our show and to get that 20% off your order. That is functionofbeauty.com slash relax. All right. So one of the other things that was recommended. Wait, before we get to the next thing, it's been a while. It's been a while since we've done a truck of the day. It's also been a while since we've done bump check. <laughs> hey, Christopher, can you put in a can you put in that sound here? What? <laughs> it's it's been a while. Bump check. It's been a while because we've we've never done it. Have we ever done a bump check on our I don't know, podcast? It's an now. audio medium. I think we did it one time. Here. So I will check. show you my bump check. And since this isn't a podcast mm-hmm. where they listen to it. You have to describe it okay. as, okay, so let's get some fun music going. Some Time elevator. for a bump check. <laughs> Defeats the purpose a little bit, love, when you go like, put in this sound and then you continue <laughs> to just do the sound. I like, you know, keep us talking about you putting in the sound and then the sound coming in. I think it's pleasing to me. <laughs> so you're going to describe the bump as I show it because okay. people are listening to this. They can't hear my bump, uh-huh. okay? So here you go. She's standing up. She's wearing a lovely orange romper. It's reminding me of a basketball. Can I palm it? I don't even know if I could palm this. I couldn't dunk this, love. It's big. Why is it so big now? Because I'm having twins. So we are, um, I am 16 weeks pregnant. That means I'm four months pregnant technically now mm-hmm. with twins. And also women just show differently. Like everyone, there are women who get to like 29, 30 weeks and they still don't even look pregnant. I've always, with Flynn and with his pregnancy, I just, I look very pregnant when I'm pregnant. Before my experience, like before, if I were to imagine a nine month pregnant You would have imagined woman, me right now. Yeah. And you look gorgeous, beautiful, like every, mm-hmm. all those things. I'm, just, I'm talking specifically about your bump. Mm-hmm. Like I'm like, oh yeah, it's a, that's a nine month pregnant woman. If you were in a TV show or a movie and you had like a belly or a fake belly, I would be like, oh yeah, I buy that. She's about to have a baby. Like the comparison with Flynn and this pregnancy, when I go like week by week and compare them, like it is significantly bigger. Like this bump is wild. I think just because my body's already been through it. So it's already, the skin's already stretched. My uterus is already stretched. Like everything knows what it's I've doing. That, that happens. So like it happens faster, but on top of that, it's twins and there's two placentas and two babies in there. But some days it like, will wake up the next day and you'll 
get out of today bed. Today this happened. Today I was like, it's huge. Shocked. Mm-hmm. I think there was something today about how we we got in the car and you put your seatbelt on and the way the seatbelt then cut yeah. off your romper there and it was just like, what's happening? What's happening? <laughs> how so pregnant crazy. are you? Are you? Do we have the date wrong? We don't have the date wrong. We have the date right, but. It- it's, it's just, I, my body carries babies very forward. Like it, with mm-hmm. Flynn, this happened. That makes sense. Okay. Like at the end of my pregnancy with Flynn, everyone was like, I still had a month to go. And people were like, are you having twins? This is the biggest pregnant stomach my I've ever seen. My father was like, you're the most pregnant woman I've ever seen. I, I look so pregnant. And this one, like I already look how I looked when I was like 30 weeks pregnant with Flynn. And I, I'm, I'm not scared. kidding guys. We're at the point where like, I'm like I said, I'm 16 weeks and my pregnancy apps still are like, she might be you, showing soon. You might be showing soon. It might be time to get some new clothes. Like you might need to start looking into like buying a little bit of it. Are your pants having a hard time buttoning? Like that's what my pregnancy apps say. And I'm like, I'm, I've been in maternity clothes since I was six weeks pregnant. It's like, it's insane. What do we, what's, what do we have to look forward to? Like what is the, I'm going to have, the end game of this going to be? It's just we're going to need a table on wheels. That's a great idea. So I can walk around. Um, I don't know. I am a little nervous about it because I've I've been watching a lot of videos of people, pregnant women and pregnant people who have twins and their bodies are incredible. I can't believe our bodies can grow two humans at the same time. It's it's amazing. But it's also like it looks CGI. But at the same time, it looks like bad cgi it's crazy. there was one woman you showed you showed me on on tiktok who's pregnant with twins and she was like very mobile like she was moving mm-hmm. but it was like i don't understand how she didn't tip over and then yeah it was i don't know but i'm i'm nervous but i'm just trying to take it one day at a time um like i was saying before we started talking about my pregnantness is that has been bump check oh my god <laughs> Um, a lot of people wanted us to talk about ghost stories and we're going to run out of time. So this is going to have to wait, but like how this, we do how a this ghost started, story episode? I think so. Cause how this started was Flynn started saying that he could see a ghost Oh, cherry and picker? it was really creepy. And we found out later what he was talking about, but like, he was like, I see a ghost. There's a ghost in my room. I saw a ghost at the beach. It's way more. It was less- a little girl. Yeah, no, well, what it was, it was, was we were both putting him to bed at the mm-hmm. same time, which doesn't happen that often. Mm-hmm. Like, you know what I mean? Usually we take turns, turns yeah. um, but we were both in there in the pitch black dark mm-hmm. with him and he's laying in bed in between us and we're like trying to get ready to, to get him to sleep. And he goes, who's that? Who's over there? There's a ghost in there. And we were like, what? There's a ghost over there. And so my, I started asking I questions. Lost it. Yeah. yeah, Eric just went silent. But I was like trying to. I was to, terrified. My, well, I didn't want him to be scared. So yeah. I was like, you know, he has a big imagination. And I, I was like, could just be he's making stuff up. He could see a shadow. He could see a ghost. I don't know, but I don't want to freak out. So I was like, oh, is it is it a kid or is it a man or an adult? Yeah. And he's like, it's a, a little girl. It's a little girl. And every, if, with every answer, like to all of your questions, very matter with of every answer, it was matter of, like, it was like as if this person was standing there mm-hmm. in the pitch black darkness right next to us. Well, at first he was talking about a little girl at the beach. So we went to the beach that day and he had said that he saw a little girl on the sand. She was not in the water. He said, she's not in the water. She was on the sand, a little girl. And I said, what's her name? And he said, cherry picker. Mm-hmm. And then when we were in the room, he said, there's Great a ghost name in here. for a ghost, by the way. <laughs> he said, there's a ghost in here. And then he was talking about the ghost in the room and he's in that a few Anybody times. Anybody else listening have goosebumps? Like I'm scared now even. So I, I talked about it in my vlog and then the comments were like, 
there was a comment, a top comment that said like, this is from a cartoon about some tow truck show or something that I don't watch with him, but I guess he's watched with you or like my parents at some point or something. Yeah, with me. Yeah, there's a tow truck show. And in one episode, there is a, of course, because when you're making entertainment for toddlers, you're going to have a ghost episode. Well, he doesn't watch that show anymore. <laughs> he certainly does not. <laughs> and um, he, I guess there's a, an episode he must have seen once. And if Flynn is a sponge, you show or say anything to him once he will remember it forever. And so he must have just remembered it and was talking about it that night. So we Maybe he figured just didn't out know what how it to was. Express, like, it was the only time he had seen in the world like in, of his entertainment a ghost. And so he's now seeing a real ghost, but he doesn't know how to describe it to us. So he's like, oh, well, cherry picker, like that's a ghost. I just so had now a he's thought. like seeing a real ghost because our child sees ghosts. Mm -hmm. Well, he doesn't. He doesn't <laughs> see ghosts. But he's like, this is you how know, I'll what's funny is I, I, I talked about this on my Insta story. And my friend who is a professional ghost hunter, like literally is on the show Ghost oh, yeah, Hunters. You do have that friend. He's amazing. I love him. His name is Adam. And he actually helped me with my last ghost hunting video. I love ghost hunting. I've had a lot of ghost encounters in the past that I'd love to talk more about. I've talked about some of them on here. I've had, I feel we like we got to do a whole episode of this. Then. Yeah. Well, this is what I was just thinking. We should do would an episode. He, of, would he come that's on? what I was going to say. I think he would because he did an episode of, or not an episode of a YouTube video with me where I went ghost hunting and I, he sent me like a ghost hunting, like ghost hunting equipment. And I went ghost hunting with Corey and Rachel and he like gave me tips on how to do it. Um, and I interviewed him on it. I think he needs to check out Flynn's room and see if. Well, he, he actually gave me. Cherry picker is. He actually gave me like great advice. He's like, hey, do you mind if I. Which I actually really appreciate this because a lot of people just give you unsolicited parenting advice. Uh -huh. And um, he reached out and was like, do you mind if I tell you something about children and ghosts? Like he asked my permission first, which I thought was really like That's thoughtful. Nice. Yeah. Um, and of course I said, yes, I love him. He's my friend. But like, um. And he knows, I mean, he's a professional ghost hunter, like literally a professional ghost hunter. He has crazy stories. Um, he's on the show? Ghost Hunters, yeah. What, is that's, that's a big show, right? Is yeah. That, what, he's, what he's, network is that on? I think it's Switch, but I, I know at some point it was like Discovery. I don't yeah. know. I should it know this. Like I feel like show. a very bad friend that I'm not but saying. I've, I've, I'm very aware of and have heard of Ghost Hunters. But yeah. Well, anyway, he's he's lovely. And he sent me this long thing all about children and ghosts and how to approach kids when they think they see ghosts or talk to ghosts or what. But he, before I knew, he was like, I can almost guarantee you that he saw ghosts on a TV show. And that is what he's talking about. Oh, that's, what he's, oh, because, that's so relieving to Because me. he said kids don't know what a ghost is. So if a kid says, I saw a ghost, they don't know what a ghost is. So, and when kids see ghosts, they're not going to say, I see a ghost. They're going to say, there's a little girl or there's a little boy or there's a man. Yeah, I totally, in know? that moment, as he was saying it, I was like, this is the sixth sense. Like I'm living <laughs> that movie. So we wanted to do a whole episode on it and then we just kind of forgot about it. And, um, but a lot of people said they wanted it. So maybe we'll do an episode all about my ghost experiences, your ghost experiences, paranormal experiences, um, crazy stories we've heard and maybe talk to him. I was watching, um, what's that show? Unsolved mysteries. Mm -hmm. There's a new, there's a reboot of it, which our producer of our executive producer oh, Haters on Haters Back Off is an executive producer on that show. Mm -hmm. And, um, so we watched to support him and also it's a great show. And there was a really fascinating episode on the tsunamis that happened. In, I didn't see that one. You oh watched my that one God. without me. Yeah. It was so good. I gotta watch this is that. all about ghost stories. We're watching that tonight. Yeah, you gotta watch it. It's so good. So basically, like, I'm not gonna spoil any a bunch of it. You guys should go check it out. It's great. But it was so fascinating to hear about all the ghost stories that happened after that tsunami happened. And what the most interesting one to me. Maybe I'm not watching. Because it. there's Whoa. proof of it. There's like actual proof. But there's all these cab drivers who have reported and their their meters going and they like do the ride where they pick up someone 
and they tell them where to go. And when the cab driver gets there, they're not in the car anymore. They've just disappeared. But like they pick them up. Like I'm done. No. And there's, there's also stories of like people like knock on doors and like, they, people open the doors of the, to their home and it'd be someone who's soaking wet, asking for dry clothes and they give them dry clothes and they just walk away. Like there's like, but they were ghosts. Like they weren't people like they're like Love. years later, just like wet ghosts. Cause they like drown in the tsunami. I already don't sleep. It's crazy. Also that whole, I mean, that tsunami was just, just so devastating and horrifying and awful. Like so sad. So it's hard to watch because it's like, just makes you cry. But if how you could imagine any was place where there would be, some sort of well, when that many people die in one place, like it. yeah. oh, it's so awful. But um, anyway, if you guys want us to talk more about all this stuff, maybe we'll have a spooky episode coming soon. That'd be kind of fun. Um, but this was a fun episode. I liked them planning our episode. Like, wasn't this fun? It's interesting to have, yeah, to have to have the interaction with people that listen, like you guys and, telling and us what you in, want to hear, inspiring conversation so if you're not already following us please go follow us on twitter yeah at relax underscore podcast and let us know what you want us to talk about you us we put out Mm -hmm. these questions for the episodes right and thank you to chris our wonderful producer and editor and tj um just my right hand man hero and eric for being so hot and Jesus. <laughs> and my parents for watching Flynn so that we could record this podcast right now. And to you for listening and yes. our sponsors. So many people to thank. I feel and, like I won uh, an Oscar. To all those ingredients that were inside Colleen's burritos. I think I want a burrito for dinner. You keep talking You're just going to squeeze all this stuff out. I know. Give me the essence. I need some beans essence for dinner. I want some beans essence in a tortilla. We're, get, we're offering up a million dollar idea here. Just make bean essence I would be the tortillas. only person who would purchase this. So it's not a million dollar idea. It's however much the burrito would cost because I would be the one person buying it. I had fun spending time with you for this Me one. Me too. This was fun. We love you guys. Thanks for listening. Here's Bye-bye. a wonderful cover of our theme song. Enjoy. You can The world is scary and we're locked in our home But now we have big microphones So you can relax, that's the name of our podcast